Hello and welcome to episode six of a Latter-day Family Podcast. I'm Latter-day Doofus. I'm Latter-day Snark. For now, we'll probably dock soon. Yep. Today we are talking about being frugal and how that can help you afford to have kids and lots of them. But just to be clear, we are not insisting that that's right for everyone. Well, being frugal is probably yeah, that's <laughs> a probably good right idea for, for everyone. <laughs> But, uh, you know, having a lot of kids is what's important to us. And that's why we are excited about being frugal, because it allows us to not have to wait to have kids. But it's not for everybody. Yeah. So to establish what the Lord has said through his servants about the timing of having children, uh, I would like to read a couple of quotes and then a little bit out of the church handbook. So the first quote is by Thomas S. Monson. Well, it really is all the same quote, but it's Neil L. Anderson quoting Thomas S. Monson and then adding his own commentary and then quoting what sounds like a Christian mommy blogger. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> um, so you'll see. It's convoluted. It's very convoluted. Wow, I just made that so much more complicated. Yeah, you did. <laughs> just listen as I read. <laughs> Where once the standards of the church and the standards of society were mostly compatible, now there is a wide chasm between us, and it's growing even wider. The Savior of mankind described himself as being in the world, but not of the world. We also can be in the world, but not of the world, as we reject false concepts and false teachings and remain true to that which God has commanded. And then Elder Anderson goes on, Many voices in the world today marginalize the importance of having children or suggest delaying or limiting children in a family. My daughters recently referred me to a blog written by a Christian mother, not of our faith, with five children. She commented, Growing up in this culture, it is very hard to get a biblical perspective on motherhood. Children rank way below college, below world travel for sure, below the ability to go out at night at your leisure below honing your body at the gym, below any job you may have or hope to get. She then adds, Motherhood is not a hobby. It is a calling. You do not collect children because you find them cuter than stamps. It is not something you do if you can squeeze the time in. It is what God gave you time for. Yep. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Here, where we live in California... It's kind of on the unpopular side, almost to have as many kids as we have. We only have four. Yeah. Even to have but, more than two. Yeah. When we were having our third, a bunch of coworkers were shocked. Yeah. And they like, literally said to me, congratulating. Like, you, you already have one of each. Why would you want more? Like I you know. have one boy and one girl. Why would you want more kids? Yeah. I mean, I'd have people regularly come up to me at the store and lecture me and tell me not to have more kids. And I only had two. <laughs> like... It happened like remember there was a yeah like, there was a, year a stretch so, where it was where it would happen like every other week every somebody would come store. up to me and yeah. tell me not to have more kids it was so rude it was, yeah <laughs> they would and if she was pregnant she would usually get a bunch of people yeah asking are you pregnant with more there's yeah. another one yeah <laughs> just absolutely unpopular I imagine it's different in some places <clears throat> like Utah it's probably <laughs> sure a little more popular yeah. a little more common yeah but here. 
for some reason, it seemed to be especially offensive. Yeah. That we were having more than two kids. That's <laughs> some interesting yeah, thing to bring up. <laughs> yeah. So going to the church handbook, I'm not going to read the whole section, but a few highlights under the birth control section of the church handbook. It says the decision of how many children to have and when to have them is a private matter for the husband and wife. Those who are physically able have the blessing, joy, and obligation to bear children and to raise a family. This blessing should not be postponed for selfish reasons. Husband and wife are encouraged to pray and counsel together as they plan their families. Issues to consider include the physical and mental health of the mother and father and their capacity to provide the basic necessities of life for their children. Basic necessities of life. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> decisions about birth control and the consequences of those decisions rest solely with each married couple. I think we've proven our point. We're not judging. Yeah. We are excited when we see other families with lots of kids, but we know there are a wide variety of reasons. Yeah. And we hated it when people gave us attitude for the first four years of our marriage oh. when we couldn't have kids yeah, and they expected us to already have kids. That's Where's awful. your honeymoon baby? Yeah. I thought you guys wanted kids. Oh, well, what's going on? Something wrong? I know. Elbow, elbow, wink, I, wink. I know. I remember somebody one time saying, asking me, where's your baby? Like they thought I was some other person in the ward. And I was like, I don't have a baby. They're like, why not? <laughs> I was like, I want to walk out of here. No, five <laughs> reasons. Let me count down. Four, three, two, one. I know. For those of you listening, I made a fist <laughs> and gestured like I was punching him in the face. I know. So basically a nutshell between you and the Lord on timing, but mostly you shouldn't wait for frivolous reasons to yep. have kids. Don't. And you shouldn't judge other people because you don't know what their circumstances are. Yes. And to that end, <laughs> we have some amazing suggestions of how you can be frugal. So we'll start off by sharing some of the top ones that were shared by some very frugal people on Twitter. Then talk about some of ours, and then we'll share some of our favorite frugal moments from our childhood. Because <laughs> what is a Latter-day Family podcast episode without some embarrassing childhood stories? Yep. And I should mention, I, I'm i sorry, I'm not attributing the tips to the accounts that gave them. It was too much work. I just jotted them down. So if you're really curious about who said what, go find my the thread on Latter-day Doofus. Okay, number one. Well, they're in no particular order, so... First one, avoid debt. Great one. Wish we had known about that. We knew about that. <laughs> yeah, we lived in California. Did a bad job. <laughs> well, did a bad job, and we were in some pretty tight spots at some point. Yeah, Most true. of our debt is from unexpected car repairs or things that we couldn't avoid. But I guess that's justification. I don't know. <laughs> Drink water. We do that. Take the church's self-reliance course. Okay. We haven't done that yet. We haven't done that yet, but we should mm -hmm. have gratitude so that you are more uh, happy and content living frugally. That's mm -hmm. a really great one. Yeah. Pay your tithing first. I don't even think of that as a frugal tip. I think that of, of that as a, do you want to have a temple recommend yeah. tip? But it's true yeah, that it, it helps sense. 
absolutely unlocks those blessings. Yeah. Don't get out food. We do better at that. Yeah, we've to. ebbed and flowed, and it definitely oh. wastes money when you are casual about that. Yes. We, we could easily drop 40, 50 bucks on a drive through and yeah. it's nothing. Garbage. Yep. <laughs> $40 of garbage. <laughs> uh, keep your cash in envelopes. That's one of your So that when you have to spend, I was so happy when I saw that one. I was like, <laughs> well, well, well. You love that one. But do you hide the envelopes in hollowed out books and <laughs> other places that I will not mention on air? That's when you glued all those pages together. What do they call them? Slicks? I think that's yeah. the spy craft for it. Book I slicks are my specialty. So. And just in case anybody thinks we have only three books and that's one of the three, <laughs> we have a lot. Yes, we have hundreds of books. So good luck finding our money, <laughs> suckers. Uh, have two bank accounts, one for checking and one for savings. Create a auto deposit in the savings and then forget about it. Don't yeah. pull money from it. You know, I used to do that before we were married. That's how I saved most of the money that I'd saved. Yeah. Just except I even took it one step further and had separate banks. So that they oh, weren't even at the same bank. So, so like to transfer over. Yeah. Yeah. Then That's... I would not just be able to have it was in the old days when you couldn't just go online and right. take your money. You had to go down to the branch. So. Right. So it was a lot harder to, to cheat. Yeah. Yeah. You had a whew, you had a good savings so when system. we got married. Yeah. That went away fast because it was 2009. In two years we lived on that. I know. Not fast. But <laughs> it was after the recession and we were both out of work, only working part time. And I was in school full time. It was. Yeah. Not ideal circumstances. Well, we didn't go into debt at that time. We so didn't. That did I know. We that made that saving blessing. stretch. I didn't even know that was why I was saving that. So Yeah. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Of course. Uh, buy used whenever possible. We love that. I know. Yeah. That's one, one of the top ones on my list is getting toys and clothes for your kids at the thrift store. Yeah. Because we, if you can look regularly, you can stock up pretty well on like the anticipate. size of clothes that you know your kids are going to wear and toys man that's yes because people get bored the kids yeah. get bored and people donate and they're in perfectly good mm -hmm. condition i know we got our daughter a giant bag of my little ponies at the thrift store once and it was like 30 ponies and it was three dollars yes <laughs> they were like nice new ones yeah it's awesome. amazing the things that you can find there and yeah i don't know how it is in other states and things like that but there's a few different ones that we have around the county yeah. and so for before pre-covid when it was a yeah, little easier to do it's it gotten hard lately we were on a circuit where we could hit all of them every week and yeah keep stocked up don't uh pay for cable that's easy we do that one we've never done that we've only ever had cable when it was provided when, yeah, paid by our landlady <laughs> uh cut your family's hair that was yep. another suggestion i really appreciated <laughs> thank you twitter fam you do a great job with that I have never once paid for a haircut in my entire life. <laughs> and during our married life together, neither has snark. No. So we are set to be able to raise our children without even knowing that paying for a haircut is a thing until they become stinky teenagers and say, yeah. Dad, <laughs> you don't cut the mohawk the cool way like all my friends have. Except I... Totally could learn how to do whatever lame hairstyle they come up with. Yeah, I was just glad to not have to go get my hair cut at a place because it's awkward making that small talk. <laughs> I'm really bad at it. <laughs> but sometimes I do pretend to be a 
<clears throat> well, never mind. <laughs> yes, never My hairstylist mind. impression might offend some people, so I'll just <laughs> move on. So that's the end of the Twitter suggestions, okay. which were all great. Um, there were a few others that I didn't include because I didn't know how much time we'd have. But mm -hmm. do you have more that didn't yeah, make the list? I have a couple more. Okay. You want to share yours and then I'll bounce over. Sure. Uh, one was one that you do actually a lot is YouTube to fix or make anything. Yes. On your specialties. We have something break around the house. Here comes YouTube. Figure out how to fix it or yep. make it work or do it yourself. Exactly. It's very rarely that you actually have to pay someone else to do something anymore. Mm. Yeah. You can become an expert in a matter of hours. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes minutes. I agree. Uh, so that's one. And then one I had was knowing what you actually need for like when you have a baby. Because there's, they yes. give you, if you go to the store, they will give you a list of 70 items that you have to have for you a baby. You need a diaper, Janie. Okay. A separate <laughs> trash can for the diapers. <laughs> but seriously, you only need like a handful a of things. A bottle warmer. <laughs> I know some of those items are pretty yep. ridiculous. Obviously, you need a car seat. That's one that you need. Non-negotiable. Yep. You need a place for them to sleep, whether it's a bassinet, a... Uh, a lot of times thing. people use, you know, those play pens, and sometimes they have a bassinet that goes on the top of it. Yeah. And they just put them in a bed or... Double or nothing. Yeah. Some people co-sleep. Just, uh, yeah. Those but are those are the basic. And then clothes. Yeah. And obviously diapers. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, there's all these crazy really? contraptions I see people loading up on when they have their first baby and yeah. you're like wow or i need the car seat that transitions to a stroller that transitions to a rocker that transitions. exactly it's like whoa just buy some and you know car seats have an expiration date but they're not for several years in most cases so you can also get them used mm -hmm. from someone who had if one you baby know the people you know their car was never like they never had a car accident right. or something like that then a lot of times people are like wanting to give them to you you can use them for get a couple a really years. nice one that will last for your baby but yeah. Be free 99. I know. Hilariously, our first infant car seat we bought was for our fourth child. Yeah. <laughs> All the others were passed on. I know. That was great. So that was, that was funny. But yeah, so some stuff you just really don't need. So actually do your research. And then like, if you have the money to get those things that are like nice to have, like a bouncer seat or something like that, so you can take a shower, that kind of thing is helpful, but you don't have to have it. But. Right. And that leads me to like another one around here that we have in a lot of places I'm sure have it, but we have a lot of online communities that have uh, like exchanges for uh, baby and kid things. Like here we have a local one where once a month they have a clothing exchange where everyone just donates what they're not using anymore. And the people sort it out by size. And then you can go and just take what you need. It's like a take what you need, leave what you don't need type mm -hmm. of thing. But you can also, they have a Facebook page where you can exchange things as well. So if you don't, you have something you don't need, you just list it and then someone else comes and gets it. I mean, we've I'm, gotten tons um, of stuff that was, would have been really expensive, but for free. Right. So, just because you ask or just because yeah, you just ask. And then if someone has it, then go pick it up. So that's been a great one for us as well. I'm sure they have those other places I'm sure too, they do. but I just don't live there. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we have here. That's just kind of specific, but, and then another one non-kid related is just to make shopping lists when you go shopping and stick to it. <laughs> yes. And one that goes along with that is planning out your meals for the week and then making the shopping list and sticking to that. That's a huge money saver, I think. Yeah, we've been not as good at that at some times, mm -hmm. and it's made a huge difference when we slacked on it. Yeah. So I've seen that. I've seen the evidence of that one for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, and then the last one that I have, and I'll let you have a turn, is just knowing what things for you are a necessity. Like, we had, we shared a car for the first, how many years? At least till our oldest was, like, one. We really, yeah. We shared one car, because I remember driving you to work with him yep. in the back seat. Yep. And it was a two-door car. So, <laughs> yeah. it's not like it was an easy car to share. But, so, we shared one car and to for save like expenses or for like a that. really long yeah. time. Yeah. And we made it work. It wasn't the easiest at times, but it, worked it saved fine. money. Yeah. And all of our cars are used. Mm -hmm. Very used. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah. Uh, I just have a couple to add. Avoid clothes that stand out or are extremely fashionable for the whatever the current fashion is. I probably sound like a communist. Extremely but fashionable. <laughs> extremely fashionable. <laughs> We've done well at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are far from it. But uh, but no, if you have if you buy strategically buy clothes that still look nice and still look good and are well fitting and all of those things, but that are not just whatever the current dramatic fad is, yeah. then you don't need to get rid of them in a year when that fad is gone and you can get a lot more mileage out of your clothes so that you have more money for kid clothes or for other things. So yeah, it can. sounds like I'm saying dress boring and drab, no, but I'm not. You can just, still dress well yeah. without having to have, you have like the big, the, yeah. you know, chili pepper shirt, <laughs> the, <laughs> the dragons on the bottom. That's going to be obvious every time you wear that. Yeah. But if it's just your blue shirt, doesn't stand out. Yeah, that's a great point. And then another one is to do it yourself and train your kids to eat your protein first. A lot of food gets wasted when people start carbon it up or eating sugar when they're hungry. And then that just makes them even more hungry and they just scarf and scarf and scarf. But we have a rule that they have, whatever the protein item is on their plate, our kids have to eat that first. And then they're usually satiated way faster. And so we don't have a bunch of wasted money and calories on junk carbs and sugar. That's great. Yeah. I think it's a good time to go to break before we go on to our memories from childhood. Our new sponsor this week, Offspring Timeshares. And what they do is they, well, I'll go ahead and let you just listen to the commercial. Are you waiting to have children until you can afford them? Good luck. Would you like a child but don't want the financial obligation and general liability they bring into your life? Introducing Offspring Timeshare. With Offspring Timeshare, you can have access to all the benefits of raising a child without any of the financial risk or obligation. Our certified agents will pair you with a child being raised by dozens of other families. Families who don't actually want kids but want all the credit of being a parent. All of our offspring are completely customizable through genetic engineering and subtle mind games. And with our 18-year money-back guarantee, you don't have to worry about ending up with a dud. You and your partner families can simply exchange the child for one that is more socially acceptable. Amazing! During your week with your offspring, you can take photos for social media, collect anecdotes to tell coworkers and friends, shower them with meaningless gifts, give them shallow life advice, and much, much more. This will leave the other 51 weeks of the year free for you to enjoy your life the way you want, without the inconvenience of being responsible for another human life. Offspring Timeshare, because no one has time for kids. Avoid all of the hassle. 
and just get the kid. <laughs> so first up on my list are paper products. Mm -hmm. In my home growing up, there was never a variety of paper products, or if there were, it was short-lived. So we often would use TP for napkins. <laughs> we would go to fast food restaurants when we ran out of TP and use napkins for TP. <laughs> we would also use TP and tape for band-aids. <laughs> every once in a while, we would have more than one of those items at the same time, but whichever one ran out first, then we would just start <laughs> using whatever was left for all other needs. Yep. And we never had paper towel. <laughs> that was a non-existent item in my entire childhood. <laughs> I remember going to other people's houses and seeing paper towel and what wondering what, yeah, what was going <laughs> Why on. Why would you need that? Why is that wide toilet paper in their kitchen? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had that this one roll of, of paper towel that my mom kept on the little roller that was built <laughs> in, and it never got changed. It was always the same roll. We weren't allowed <laughs> to touch it. Except she was allowed to touch it every once in a while. I'd say like once every three months or so. She'd oh just peel off a little three by three inch square of it. And then she'd do whatever she needed to do that needed a paper towel only. And she couldn't do it with something else. Okay, we use quite a bit of paper towel in our house. <laughs> yeah. So there's a spectrum. But she definitely is on a far end of that far spectrum. Far end. Yes. <laughs> I also remember being surprised the first time I was at your family's house and saw them washing dishes with toilet paper. <laughs> I was like, how does that even work? I don't work? even know how to describe that. That's my <laughs> sister's family. Yes, they would use wads of toilet paper to wipe down tables and dishes. <laughs> which makes no... That's not even a frugality thing. That's a mental <laughs> defect thing. Like, you have some disconnect with reality and yeah. how sponges work. But anyway. It's so weird. But we digress. <laughs> All right. My first one is a paper product one as well. It's the three foot, literally three feet tall stack of scratch paper that my parents yes. have at their house. Why? I don't know. I imagine the bottom pieces are yellowing with age, <laughs> from, probably from 1982. But why do you need that much? Why would you There's ever need more no than... There's no emergency that would warrant <laughs> that. Like, you're not going to get a brainstorm big enough that you need to just... I know. Stop everything! <laughs> I need 3,000 sheets! Stat! <laughs> I know! I got a huge epiphany! Give me that paper! <laughs> anyway, that's random. Yep. Uh, my next one is, comes from, there were many stories I could share, but comes from our trips to the food bank as a kid. So this is part frugal, part just being broke. Mm -hmm. We'd go to the food bank. They'd have these giant bins of sometimes produce, often bread. It was discarded tax write-off for the company. So it would be obviously stale, but often moldy, disgusting bread. You'd go and pick <laughs> through like little peasants oh. <laughs> oh thank you thank you who sourdough it doesn't mold as fast <laughs> but one time there was this individual at <laughs> one of the bins and all the other bins are crowded and there's this person standing there and no one else so i was like oh cool go get some out of that bin and they're like these are for my people <laughs> i kind of just looked at him like i wasn't sure what that meant so then i just kept reaching in to grab some bread and then they say it even more pronounced staring me down these are for my people 
<laughs> okay. I guess I'm not one of them. I guess not. It's one of my fond memories from the food bank. All right. Mine is involving a Christmas present that I received in first grade. Mm. But this is a, something kind of happened regularly. First grade, I received a pair of jeans from my mom for Christmas. Nice. And they were huge. Oh. So... I kept them until they fit me because I was supposed to grow into them. Yes. And I finally wore them in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> but you did so, grow into them. Yes. <laughs> Give or take a few years. It was basically what she said. Yeah. My mom was good at finding wow. a present, whether it was one you needed right then or wanted right then or not. She knew I'd wear jeans eventually. Yeah. She got, you got, she got credit for giving you a gift. Yep. Okay, one more thing from the food bank, um, but then I'm going to jump into the next one. So mystery meat was often a part of my childhood. The food <laughs> bank would have these USDA packaged logs of meat or cans of meat well, or frozen you. bricks of meat, but it wouldn't always necessarily say what it was. Sometimes yeah. it would say what it was and I wished it hadn't, like <laughs> bison, or it would just say pork meat, but not. that's not what I was going to talk about, I was going to talk about wrapping paper. <laughs> my mom to my mom, anything can be wrapping paper. Yep. And I don't mean in the cutesy Pinterest. Oh, how cute she used twine yeah. and <laughs> parchment. We're talking about a shirt is wrapping paper. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Or a box from a different product that I found in a dumpster or <laughs> discarded somewhere. I'm going to put your item in the box. But the item that was on the box is much cooler. Oh. But you can't relax. <laughs> you can't react to that because you know whatever's inside the box is what you're going oh. to you get. Did you ever accidentally react wrong and learn the hard uh, way? I, I think I caught on pretty quick as a kid. That's and good. so I knew. I mean, you're I good knew at better. Like, receiving yeah. presents. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I learned how to feign enthusiasm. <laughs> Very early on. All right. Um, my next one was going grocery shopping with my mom on the way home from school every day, mm -hmm. which was a gas saving thing. We right. lived uh, somewhat rurally, but not super rural. It's about like ten minutes from my house to like the main grocery stores and where my school was. Yeah. So she would route in doing the grocery shopping with school pickup, which makes sense. But the thing that didn't really make sense was that every day she would do it after she picked us up. Like, <laughs> she'd be at home enjoying her alone time at home. Yeah. <laughs> so she didn't want to interrupt with that. Can't do chores <laughs> when my kids are at school. <laughs> so she'd pick us up, take us, in the, take us to the grocery store, and we would sit in the car for an hour, an hour and a half, most days after school, and just wait for her to be done. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> you trying to get away with that now? No. <laughs> cancel culture would be all over you <laughs> that's for sure all right my next one is indentured servitude for our security deposit we were broke and our landlord when we moved our landlord offered us to offered to let us dig a um drainage ditch for the laundry it was this huge probably you know 12 foot by eight foot ditch that had to be three feet down miserably hot day and he the grown man in the situation <laughs> kept feigning fire calls and disappearing all day so he basically wasn't there for the entire time my mom was there and she's a great worker so that was nice to have her there but 
I was this 10 year old kid just digging for hours and hours and hours in the heat. And somehow that converted to us then having a security deposit yeah, so that we could move in and technically brutal. have the money. My next one is getting really practical gifts for Christmas. Yes. So I would regularly get Can confirm. face wash. <laughs> I would get deodorant, chapstick, <laughs> deodorant lotion. For Christmas. <laughs> this be like, it's not like it was just a little tiny little stocking stuffer type thing. Yeah, and then you it had your It was one of gifts. my presents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's definitely a, one of my that's memories. Such a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Ooh, I love this scent. <laughs> <laughs> It's long lines with the socks, I think. All right. Well, my last one. This is amazing. We didn't even plan this out, but this, these are dovetailing nicely. Oh. My last one is about personal care products involving toothpaste, <laughs> but a way that my mom creatively used toothpaste as spackle. She never <laughs> wanted to buy spackle, and she was always rearranging the furniture and pictures on the walls. Yep. She changes her house. What? monthly at least yes so there are are many opportunities to fill in nail holes and she regularly uses toothpaste she (laughs) swears that it's just as good as spackle (laughs) my issue is when toothpaste dries it doesn't dry as hard as sheetrock or spackle no (laughs) (laughs) it's minty fresh (laughs) but it's not structurally sound no nowadays you can buy that like the dollar tree we need to just get ourselves i know i have bought her Oh, okay. containers before but then she uses it up after yeah. a year or so well, and I, lose I know track. she does so much with it that's funny <laughs> well it i guess the bottom line of all of this is these are pretty funny stories but none of them harmed us no they were all pretty reasonable and well in my mom's case she was doing it out of necessity more but she made it work and she was able to raise my sister and i with yeah. Without debt, my mom's never yeah. been in debt, even though she's been on a tight budget for most of her life. And for your parents, they, you know, your mom was definitely being more extremely frugal at times, but yeah. still they were able to raise you guys without yeah. debt. And when we had our needs with savings, met. and your needs were all, yeah. And, yeah. and going back to the handbook, having their uh, basic necessities of life provided. Yeah. And so. And then more. We had drawing paper all the time. Yes. <laughs> you could scribble anything you wanted, anytime you wanted. There's no reason why people need to worry about if they can't. I mean, there are blogs out there that are like, you need to be able to save for their college. You need to be able to blow, blow, blow. Those are all great if you can start that before you have your child. But mm-hmm. don't put it off. If all other stars align don't put off having your child because you don't have a bunch of money yeah be frugal and if you're able to be frugal and it allows you to have kids then it will work out great for you and you will give them a lot of great memories of things (laughs) that you did to be frugal. (laughs) yes if nothing else you're just giving them great stories stories. embarrassing stories (laughs) to tell about later yeah (laughs) well thank you everyone for listening we love our listeners it's great knowing you're out there And we especially love it when new people pop up and surprise us and reference (laughs) that they've listened. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye, everybody. I didn't even mention the new outro music. Do you guys like it? I kind of like it. (laughs) You made it. I still like it. I made it because I like it. (laughs) I like it, too.